Welcome to the Daily Business and Finance Show. Auto strike looms in Detroit, heat pump shipments decline, and global semiconductor sales plummet. Stay tuned after the short ad break to learn more about Uber's handyman service, Walmart's potential acquisition, REIT performance, Argentina's impact on financial markets, and Nicola's CEO under scrutiny for battery electric truck fires. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. The likelihood of a major strike by U.S. auto workers is increasing as the United Auto Workers rejected contract offers from General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. The UAW has filed complaints against GM and Stellantis for not bargaining in good faith. The current contract expires on September 14th, potentially leading to a strike. Auto stocks have recovered quickly after previous strikes, but options trading suggests potential volatility. The UAW is demanding a significant pay raise and shorter workweek, which could impact automakers' electric vehicle plans. Other automakers like Tesla and Toyota may fill the demand gap if there's a strike. A prolonged strike could negatively affect the broader U.S. economy. Shipments of heat pumps in the U.S. declined for the fourth consecutive month in July, falling by 9.7% compared to last year, reaching a total of 326,771 units. This drop indicates that households might be postponing their purchases of energy-efficient upgrades due to economic uncertainties. They could be waiting for tax rebates on home renovations later this year. The federal program is set to offer rebates ranging from hundreds of dollars up to $8,000 based on income and state regulations. In addition to heat pumps, shipments of central air conditioners also experienced a slight decline of 1.6%. However, there was an increase in shipments of residential gas storage water heaters by 8.3%. Global semiconductor industry sales for July declined by 11.8% year-over-year to $43.2 billion, but increased by 2.3% compared to June's total of $42.2 billion, according to the Semiconductor Industry Association. SIA President and CEO John Newfer stated that although there was a decrease in July compared to the previous year, it was the smallest gap seen so far in 2023, which provides optimism for the remainder of this year and beyond. In terms of regional sales, there were variations observed. Americas experienced a decline of 7.1%, Europe saw an increase of 5.9%, Japan faced a decrease of 4.3%, China witnessed a significant drop of 18.7%, and Asia-Pacific as well as other regions collectively decreased by 16.2%. Notable semiconductor exchange-traded funds include SMH, SOXX, XSD, PSI, USD, and FTXL, while prominent semiconductor companies comprise INTC, MU, TXN, Qualcomm, NXPI, and AMAT. Uber is said to be considering the addition of a service called Chore to its app. This new feature would enable users to hire a handyman for a minimum of one hour. If implemented, Chore would enter into competition with companies like Angie Incorporated, TaskRabbit, Craigslist, and Front Door.
However, Uber has not yet confirmed when or if this service will be launched. In the retail sector, consumer spending challenges are expected to impact share prices in 2023 and early 2024. However, UBS Quant Team has identified stocks that could outperform in a tough economic environment. Based on factors like GDP growth and inflation, they recommend considering stocks with high sales and EPS growth, as well as a high EV to sales ratio. UBS suggests on holdings, Decker Outdoor, Ralph Lauren, and Skechers as potential buys. Seeking Alpha's quant ratings also highlight Abercrombie and Fitch, Vera Bradley, Urban Outfitters, Guess, PVH Corporation, Carol's Restaurant Group, Carvana, and Alibaba as strong options in the retail sector. Retail giant Walmart is reportedly exploring the possibility of acquiring a majority stake in primary clinic operator ChinMed. The potential deal, which may value ChinMed at several billion dollars, is currently in the discussion stage and other interested buyers could also emerge. This move follows recent acquisitions made by CVS Health, Amazon, and VillageMD in the primary care sector. ChinMed operates more than 125 senior medical centers across 15 states with a specific focus on providing healthcare services to Medicare-eligible seniors. During the week ending September 8th, real estate investment trusts experienced a decline but still outperformed wider markets. The FTSE Nariat All Equity REITs fell by 1.2%, while the Dow Jones Equity All REIT Total Return Index was down by 1.13%. In comparison, the S&P 500 decreased by 1.29%. U.S. REITs also saw a decrease in share repurchase activity in Q2, with shares worth $553.9 million repurchased, representing a year-over-year decline of 64.3% and a quarter-over-quarter decline of 34.6%. Specialty and residential REITs were major laggards during this period, declining by 2.72% and 2.43% respectively, while the hotel subsector showed an increase of 2.1%. Argentina had a significant impact on the market this week. A legal victory resulted in a surge in financial stocks, while Argentinian banks faced setbacks due to concerns over the peso. Overall, financial stocks slipped slightly, with the SPDR financial sector select ETF down 1.1%. Burford Capital saw a 16% jump after winning a $16 billion ruling against Argentina's renationalization of oil company YPF. Morningstar and Blackstone also experienced gains after being added to stock indices. Conversely, Banco BBVA Argentina and Banco Macro, both Argentinian banks, experienced declines. Nikola Corporation, listed on NASDAQ as NKLA, recently experienced its second electric truck fire within a week, bringing the total number of incidents to four. The latest fire involved a pre-production unit that was undergoing investigation and testing for battery fires. Fortunately, no injuries were reported in this incident. In addition to these fires, last month Nikola had to recall 209 of its trade battery electric trucks due to a coolant issue, which resulted in sales being halted temporarily. As a consequence of these challenges, the company's shares fell by 15.38% on Friday and have seen an overall decline of over 60% throughout the year. To address concerns regarding the fires, CEO Steve Gursky will be holding a stockholder queue and a session on September 13th where he will provide answers and explanations. 
It is worth noting that short interest in Nikola remains high at over 20%. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of the Daily Business and Finance Show. Stay tuned for more insightful news and analysis. Goodbye. I'm Montgomery Jones. And I'm Amalia Dupre. Until tomorrow, stay safe and farewell for now. This content is sourced from the Seeking Alpha website, so support our podcast by becoming a Seeking Alpha Premium subscriber. See the show notes page for links to sign up. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. Check out our other podcasts in our network at classicstudios.com.